waiting for the Yavam. As we were waiting, so we should know that tomorrow is Wednesday. Wednesday is the highlight of the week. Um, why? Shir Klali. Shir Klali starts at uh, 12.45, Shkaya. It's good that you get a good night's sleep. And if you haven't tried it yet, definitely try it. If you have, obviously you want to come back for doubles. Um, please be there on time for Shir Klali in the dining room. Thank you very much. Where's Brad? Another Yavam. So you okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. I need a lot of siyata to shmaya for this one. We're doing this without handouts. And I, I, the hope is, I really want to thank Rudy Splitzer, who is not here, uh, but it was him who put it in and he said that um, the way it's been working on till now is that when people are going through things, so they talk, they come, they schmooze, everything's done more on a... On a uh, uh, on a personal basis, on a private basis, but maybe, and the truth is that this whole tkufa of dating and is very, very personal, probably one of the most personal things you'll ever do in your life, trying to figure out who your spouse is going to be, and, and it's very personal, but are there things that are shava l'chol nefesh, to approach this from a little bit of a shkafa angle, and a practical angle, and a gadara angle, all of these kind of things are going to try to cover, try to do a series over the next couple of weeks, Next week, Tuesday, is Gilad's wedding. The next week is Shimon Shuster's wedding. So we have to figure out another day for, um, for the next two weeks. That's what we're hoping to cover. It's a vad. Even though there's tapes, nobody knows your voice. You don't have to identify yourself. If anybody has something that they feel everybody should hear, or if you have a question or a comment, or something that you feel could be beneficial to the island, so please uh, chime in. Okay? I'm going to try to try to keep to the half hour. I'm Reason number one is the more people we bring into this world who are going to do that kind of a thing, so that's fulfilling the purpose. There's a mitzvah. Sefer HaChinuch brings the first mitzvah that he brings is the mitzvah of Purvu. Purvu is having children. The problem is you're not allowed to have children. You're not supposed to have children if you're not married. So getting married, the Ran says, is a Hashem mitzvah for the mitzvah of Purvu. So if we, if we just encapsulate that, reason number one to get married, I'll be saved, you see right here. Special for you. Reason number one to get married is in order to bring children into this world. Can't do that without getting married, so you need to get married for it. So reason number one is to build a family, to build a home. Reason number two from the Torah Hashkafa to get married 
is a pasuk in Parshas Bereishis, which creates Adam, who comes to the realization, which tells him, It's not good that man be alone. Eser lo, Ezer, says, I'll make for him a helpmate. Which means, Adam by himself is lacking. Man, we can. This is from a man's perspective. Girls here, their, their version of this. But man is lacking. We're limited and we're lacking. And somehow we get that shlemus through a wife, through marriage. And just want to say it over the way the Gemara says it in Yavamas. The Gemara Yavamas says, speaks it out, what a person gets. Some of this might sound strange if you're a bakar. Why, the, what this has to do with marriage. But we'll just uh, speak it out. The Gemara says, I'm going to say this without all the psukim the Gemara brings. On Samach Beis and Beis. Gemara says, Kol Adam isha shari A man who doesn't have a wife is lacking, is shari, he's, he's living without simcha, without bracha, without taiva. Even life could be good. I am happy. I have good. I have bracha. But when you marry married in a very, very different way, in a 3D way, in a much, much different way, not only that, the Gemara continues, he's lacking that protection of a wall. He's below Torah. His Torah is different if he's not yet married. And, and on and on and on. Below Shalom, he's without, without peace. Getting married, the second purpose of getting married is not only to bring children into the world, but for us to achieve our own Shlemus, which created us in a way that when we get married, we have that Shlemus. Together with our Ezer Connect, however that works, it's that as well. So the two purposes of getting married, I'm going to start with being repetitive, but I just need to get this point clear. Point number one is to build a home, to build a family. And point number two is in order to build myself. Okay? Is any one more important than the other? Is any one more important? To, so the answer is yes. Each one's more important than the other from, a different, from different angles. And we, we are, not to, tonight I wanted to give just like get us launched, but we're going to be focusing on all these different points, 100%. And I think the loaded question here is, is so when I'm dating, what am I focusing on? Somebody's good for my shlemus, or somebody's going to be good for, um, you know, they usually go hand in hand. One other small hagdama before we start getting down to tachlis. These things are a lot harder said than done, to the point that the Gemara says in Mayat Cotton that we have a raya from Mikra, from the from Tershav, from Chumash, from the Nevi'im and from the Ksuvim to the following Yisai, Me Hashem Isha Le'ish. That means that it's predestined from Hashem, there's a decree from Hashem, which woman is going to go to which man? Me Hashem Isha Le'ish. Gemara in, in my... Bear me with reading one more thing. Gemara, it's on, on Yudcha Samebeis. Gemara says... Amar Rav Mishum Rabbi Ruven Ben Itzrubili. We have a rhyme in a term in a Nevi'im in a Ksuvim Me Hashem Ishalayish. It's predestined from Hashem. You can say, what do you want? It takes so hard to go to a bar, pick somebody up. No, it doesn't work that way. I meet somebody nice. I, I, I saw somebody. We just happened to hit it off. It's predestined. Hakadosh Baruch Hu will bring the people into your life that need to be brought. And the Gemara brings a rhyme from the Torah. Lavan and Besul said, Me Hashem Yatzahadavar. In the case of Shemshon, Ki Hashem He, Hashem Isha These are all psukim. 
those of us who learned Saifa last year, the Gemara says that there's a Baskal, from our beginning of Saifa, a Baskal goes out, 40 days, Kaidim Yitzira Savlad, and says, the daughter of Pliny is destined to Pliny. It's predestined. We have rise from Sukkim, it's a Chazal. There is a right one for the right person. In fact, the celebration that people make after they get engaged is called, in Yiddish, they call it a Vart. You wonder why it's called a Vart? used to be that they would sign a Tanaim, and a Tanaim is where you give your word. A vart is a word. That's where each side would give their word to commit to take care of the wedding. Nowadays, very few people do that. So why do we call it a, a vart? I once saw in a safer, I don't remember which safer. It's because you hear the word. In other words, there was a boss call that went out that said she's going to get engaged, she's going to marry him. But nobody heard it. That unspoken word becomes a heard word when the couple gets together, when they finally get engaged. That's when you hear the word that was spoken back in the day. Yeah, extra chair. Anybody? Oh. No, should I stand? Huh? Okay, you sure? It took a lot of convincing. Okay. So I want to share just one thing from Rafaim Kanievsky, and then we'll start to get down to topic. And this is, I've, I've shared this with some of you, and this is something everybody needs to hear. Chaim Kanievsky is, uh, he needs no introduction. Uh, a person who knows everything. And he, this is in the Sefer Derech Sicha, Allah Torah, on page Kuf Yud Al, page 111. There are people who get very, very frustrated when they date. Some people get engaged. First call they meet. First shidduch that's read. Things work out and everything's amazing. Sometimes people go out and it's not the first and it's not the second and it's not the third. And you're investing. We're going to speak about investing oneself emotionally into it and intellectually and trying everything we can. And it gets very frustrating and people wonder, like, what in the world's going, what's wrong with me? Why is Hashem ignoring me? Listen to this. Amar HaRav. It's on page Kuf Yudalaf in Derech Sifa. The Rav, that's the Rukhaim Kanievsky says, Shekasov Bisfarim. Which ones? Okay, it happens sometimes. That in Shemaim, it's not only nigzar who you're going to marry, but how many suggestions of Shiduchim are going to be read to you. In order to get to your one, you've got to pass through this suggestion and that suggestion, and you're going to go out with her and then with her, and then you think you finally nailed it and it's with her. And then, all of those bring a person to what's eventually his zibo. Could a person marry the wrong one? Not the first one. Okay. So, just come to the next one. V'chol shidduch makari. And the chizuk over here is that every shidduch makari, every shidduch brings a person close. Okay. And I think it's a huge chizuk. It's not fluff. It's quoting Svarim. Every shidduch is makari. Every shidduch brings a person to the one before now, why is this so important? Well, if the reason is to bring children into this world, you know, every neshama was created in um, the six days of creation. That's a Rashi in Yavam. Rashi in Yavam says that every single neshama, there was no neshama that was created since the six days of creation. And all the neshamas are waiting until the right time for them to come into this world. And Hashem could have brought all the neshamas to Sadiqim of previous generations, to Tanaim, to Amaraim, to Rishainim. 
And Hashem waits for the right time for each neshama to come into this world when the perfect family to bring that neshama in comes into the world. If that's the case, it's not so posh. You can't just marry anybody. Every neshama was created, and each neshama has its family, its couple, it's got to be born into. So it makes sense. Why? This has to happen with godly intervention. Why do you need a Kaddish Baruch to be the one who's geyser? Each shidduch was nigzar, and how to get to each of Why does it have to be so micromanaged like that? Because we're bringing neshamas into this world. Every neshama has a place. It's not a mistake. I, I wish my last name was Salavechek. That would have been amazing. It's not... Good, uh, that would be nice. It's not. My, my last name's Shoemaker. <laughs> Come on. Really? All right, but it is what it is. I was born into my family. And it didn't make. Each, each one of us is predestined to. <coughs> some amazing. That couple has to be predestined when they're coming together. And for a person to reach his own Shlemas, you know what a year it is? For a year to reach Shlemas? And every single outside. This has to come through divine intervention. That's why Ma'ashem, Isha Le'ish. It's all predetermined from Ma'ashem, Isha Le'ish. Okay, so, why are we sitting there? What's the dating process? Let Ma'ashem do his things. There's a thing called Ishtadlis. We do that when we want to make Parnassah. And we do that when we do everything in this world. There's a thing called Ishtadlis. It doesn't mean we help Hashem out. Hashem's capable. But Ishtatlas is part of what we, got. we have to do. We also have to do. The Chavis Rabbi says, we have to do what logically Alpidar Chateva should be able to bring us to whatever it is that we try. Knowing, well, knowing very well that what's really bringing us there is HaKadosh Baruch Hu bringing us there. Okay. So this being the case, any critique on this so far? Okay. The part that we're not going to talk about tonight, but just what we want to speak about next time, is, are there any general rules? Like we said before, it's very case-specific. Everybody, everybody is different. Are there any general rules as to what I should be looking for when I date, before I date, when I'm looking into an idea? Are there generalities of things that are important, things that maybe are not important that people think are important? Are there... Do I have to share everything? Do I need to know everything? Could I wing it? And if I do have to share, when do I share? Why should I look into anything before? Why don't I just like, figure it out on a date and take it at that point? When is it excessive? When is it too little? All of that is very, very, very important. And again, this all falls into the realm of Ishtar. What is considered Ishtar? I rather need that for, for, for the next time. What I wanted to speak about now, and this is for the, for the next 15 minutes, 20 minutes that we have, is to focus on the following. I mentioned um, in the pep talk two days ago that I, a caller said to me, this is a true story, she said to me last week, why is it that my husband's talking to me about Gadarim now that we're engaged when he's violated every one of them throughout the two-month dating period? That was really great. It was a great line. More than a line. She, she was curious for the answer to the question. And I wanted to say like this. If it's true, and it is true, that this is all predestined from Hashem. We're getting married so that we could raise family, we could build a family. We're getting married so we could build ourselves. And this is a ruchniyastikah process that needs intervention. Everything is Hashem. But Obiyah Chazal tell us, it's me Hashem, me Hashem, there's a baskel that goes out. We finally hear the baskel. If that's the purpose in this whole exercise, and what I'm doing is ishtadlas, it can't be 
that the nature of my hishtadlus is to go against the Torah. It can't be. It, again, we're not helping Hashem out because He's capable. Hashem's doing this, but He wants me to do my hishtadlus. It can't be that what's expected of me, that my hishtadlus is, to violate halava and to violate the Torah. It can't be. So it has to be that there's a mahalach. Okay? It has to be that there's a mahalach within within um, the Gidre HaTorah to be able to do, to be able to go into this process. So I wanted to speak about just what, what some of these things are. What are the concerns? Where should it be and how, how do we go about it? Number one. So this applies, if you haven't started dating yet, this is going to be Negei, you big time. And if you are dating, so then you'll be more aware of what I'm talking about. If a person goes with the way we generally do it in yeshivas, which is somebody suggests something, either it's a shadchan or it's a friend, a family friend, a friend of yours, somebody knows you, your friend's wife had, thinks of an idea, and you're looking into people. The first thing is, the Chafetz Chaim wrote a book, a very, very famous book called Chafetz Chaim, uh, Sefer Chafetz Chaim, which is all about Hilchas Lashanar. By definition, what you are doing when you're trying to dig for information, and you're allowed to, it's called letayalis, you're allowed to dig for information, you're supposed to. But you have to realize that there is an Isra of Lashon Hara. The point is not to dig for dirt, the point is not just to know about people and to gossip and talk about people. You're allowed to find that information that's pertinent because you're signing your life away over your bathroom, you're signing your life. You're, you're, you're committing to something. It's, it's a very, very, very serious commitment. Marriage is a huge thing. So, you're allowed to find information. But the information is intended, first of all, whatever is nogea, and intended for those that really need to know about it. When guys schmooze about, when guys get excited that they're going out, and they talk to their roommates, and this one and that one, and they talk and they compare and they share notes, it's amazing how much people know when they get a name such as, oh, he went out with her, and I know, but I remember here. Really? How did that happen? How do you know so much? about somebody else's private information. There are Hilfus Lashonari. If you need somebody to talk it over with, a friend, whether it's your parents, whether it's your Rebbe, whether it's your mentor, whether it's an older friend or a wise friend or an anchor or something. But the fact that I... I this is not a, 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 a Muslim talk. I just want to give it a, just to sensitize people. There is an Isra of Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara is a really, really, really serious thing. Gemara says that it's Shagmar Nerchen. It's Shako connected all the big three. In case we don't idol worship. It's real and murder and you know. It's a serious thing. You have to be mapped on Lashon Hara. And you're allowed to look for information. And you're supposed to look for information. It's important and that's going to be the next vibe. I need to know what I'm supposed to be looking for, not some finding out about people and hearing every stupid thing about them. What are the things that are important for me to know? What are the categories? And to look for that. People are destroyed by people gossiping about them. Whether it's boys or girls. Sometimes people will call you. People, you have a friend, say, can I put you on my resume? You say, sure. And then they shoot off their head. It's not okay. Again, things that are pertinent, people have to say. But there's a way to say and a lot of the item here is Makhbet. You know, when people call them and they don't know how to say, they know this is a stickle situation, how do I talk? And sometimes, you know, my response sometimes, they call me as a friend. They want to know, does he make his bed in the morning? You know, they're not asking you for his life story and every deep, dark secret. 
Nowadays, you have to be the one to say it. Sometimes maybe you do if you're protecting somebody. These things are, are, are not partial. I'm talking more mitzad you. When you're looking into being mavara on a girl, you really need to be careful. You need to be careful. If you're finding out information, the information is intended for you and to, to look into what's no Okay, And you have to, for that a person, person that needs hadra, that's number one. The second reason not to gossip about it is something called tzinias. Tzinias doesn't just mean are a person's uh, sleeves co- uh, covering their elbow if, if they're a female. Tzinias means that there are certain things that shouldn't be spoken about. Whoever this girl happens to be that you're looking into, or that your roommate is looking into, your friend is, is going to be somebody's wife, it might be his, or it might be somebody else's. Not everybody needs to know all the information about somebody else's wife. It's not right. It's wrong. It's, it's, a, it's a total breach in Gedreit Sneers. Again, what's no gear? If you need something, something's bothering you, or you want to speak up <coughs> or something, and you have your people that you trust, of course, that's called Latoyalis. But just to be schmoozing about, about other people, people's private information. It, it, so I wanted to introduce the concept of when one's looking into Shidduchim, you've got to look into it. And you, why and how and how much? Also, it has to be done you know, with, with Seichel. Let's remember Lashnara and let's remember Gidreit Sneers. She's going to be somebody's wife. And even until she's somebody's wife, she's a she. Even if she would be a he, there's Lashnara. But the fact that she's a she, we're going to add now that there's also something called Gidreit Sneers. We're looking into a resume. Nowadays, a lot of people send pictures. Okay? Um, pictures are very important. Right? You don't want to marry a girl that doesn't have a face. That would be scary. Right? Kalev Ben Yefuna had a way to make himself invisible. Um, others were able to do it here, here and there. But if you go out and, you know, the Rashi did it when uh, Duke um, Gottfried came to try to kill him. So Rashi made himself and his Hamidim invisible. And then when he promised he wouldn't start, so then they became a very interesting story. No, it's in Rashi. Okay, but, so, but let's talk now. Okay, so she, she's going to have a fix, right? She, she, she's going to have an appearance. Not everybody, first of all, needs to see a picture of somebody that you're going out with. It's not right. First of all, it's not it's not It's not right. It's hard to believe that Siata Dishma, you're not supposed to be looking at most of us, hopefully you don't read magazines, I'm literally looking at faces of women. We don't do that. Some people send more than the face. Some people it's 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 not appropriate. It's not right. It's Litoella. So you tell me I don't go on a date when I go on a date. What are you, I'm walking around with blinders. You're right, but there's a person there. And a person is not just their physical appearance. When you're talking to a person and you're conversing with a person and a person's personality comes out and they're come, there's a whole person. You don't like, you know, move on. You're entitled to ask what a person looks like. You're entitled to get basic information if that's important to you. It should look like a house. You know but you're entitled to get information. You could look if the people say to me, she's not my look. I'm not going to ask you where you got your look from. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's, a separate, uh, it's a separate discussion. Okay, but you know what? I went out with somebody else before. I figured out this. I figured out that. Not. Okay. If your mother needs to see a picture, I hear it. If you have a Robinson who knows you and is in it, and she'll take a you don't need to look at the picture, and your roommates definitely don't need to. It's hard to imagine that Siyanta Deshmai is going to come from that. I'm not trying to curse anybody. 
but it's hard to imagine. May Hashem Ishala Ish, you need divine assistance for that. It's hard to imagine that Siatishmaya is gonna come from that. Doesn't mean if you don't like the way a girl looks and you're on a date and you decide that she's not free, fine, move on. And there are people in this room who could be made that even good nigga come out. There are people in this room who could be made more than one person, more than two people in this room who've gone out and perhaps at the beginning weren't particularly attracted, but that a person's look has gone up. Again, if it, if it doesn't work for you, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not saying ignore a person's appearance. Shabbat will make people look nice and beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. But I could definitely, t- I, any, come out anybody who's gone out, could tell you that a look could go on a person. And that's why when a person just looks at a picture, again, if it's important and you know that sometimes you've gone out and you're running to the bathroom to vomit and whatever it is, okay, so have somebody who you trust, be Masgur, get a lady who you trust, if you need that. But the fact that Bakram are getting pictures on their phones and passing it around, it, it's, I mean, it's hard to imagine that Siyat Adishmai is going to come from that. Okay? So, the two things, number one, when one is looking into a girl, to first of all, to, you should look in, you should know what you're looking for, and we're going to discuss that next time. Are there any general rules, which sounds almost presumptuous, everybody here is so different, and we're all looking, coming from different backgrounds and looking for different things. Are there any generalities? The answer is yes. We'll speak about that next time. But to be makbid, really to be makbid on Lashon Hara, to be makbid on, on, and to be makbid on Sneas, whether it's the picture or whether Bichlal. Just talking about somebody who's going to be somebody, and Aisha Sesh. Not everybody needs to know that. <coughs> we'll tell you, yeah, yeah, okay. Let's move on. We get through that stage. We've uh, done our Birurim. Turns out she's amazing. She's perfect. And why she gone out with you? <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. So she's gone out, but she has a flaw. She found it, we found it. She's perfect minus something. So she said, okay, so this guy's perfect minus something. Should have matched me. One goes out. And here's the real dilemma that the yeshiva guys have, B'nai Torah, B'nai Aliyah have. Hopefully we're not, hopefully we're, we're makhbet on Allah. Any girl that we're going out with is Anida. Anida means that she's an Arab. She's not going to the mikvah. She's an Arab. An Arab means that there's an Issa to gaze at her. You're not allowed to gaze at a woman for pleasure, even at a woman's finger. If it gives you pleasure, there's an Issa to gaze. There's an Issa Daraisa, according to Masil Sisharim, in, uh, in the Nikias, speaks about it. There's Issa Daraisa in Srishainim. Nikias and Issa Daraisa. Hirurim, to think about women, is an Issa Daraisa in a, in a pleasurable way. To, to, to look, to gaze. All, all these are forbidden things. And all of a sudden, I'm thrust into a thing. I'm spending three hours with a girl. Yesh Omer in the second date is how much? Four. Oh, it was like a nine-hour date. It was just a second date. Like, wow, it was amazing. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not amazing. You shouldn't have gone on a nine-hour date on the second date. But with Ross, I, I have to invest myself emotionally. I have to try to uh, get a relationship with this person. I have to invest myself intellectually. I have to I want to get excited. I want, I want to be excited. Everybody else looks excited. I want to feel excited. And then, how, how do I do this? 
Again, I need siyata deshmai. It can't be that Hashem wants me to be over averus in order to be able to do it. Mitzvah bav avera comes up in the sugi we're learning in the morning. Mitzvah lav lehenas nitnu. Okay, but why can't I do it lechatchila? Why can't I blow that shofar if it's isur or not? So I'm doing it. It's a mitzvah to get married. Right? Puravu, we said. Lashavis Yitzar, you can't do it if you're not married. It's a mitzvah to do it. But what do I do? How do I do it? So the Hasidim came up with a great answer. Rely on your parents. Yeah, it's a way to do it. Whatever they say, go. We'll give you 20 minutes. We'll be in the room. And if you don't fight, we're doing it. <laughs> It's an amazing thing. In order for that system to work, and it works some of the time, maybe a lot of the time, your parents really, really, really need to know you, and you really, really, really need to trust your parents. Okay? And in many cases, it is that way. That the parents, the children, are getting married when they're young. Since they're young, and the parents, really, the kids are living at home, they don't go way out of the house, so they're, they're there, they're in the house. Nobody knows the child better than the parents. And the parents only have the child's best interest and they have a lot of seichum. That system could, it doesn't always work, but could work. It has potential to work. Um, in, in our society, in our world, nothing against parents or anything. But very often, parents don't have the full picture of their children, and certainly the children don't think their parents do. Sometimes their parents are a lot smarter than we think they are. <clears throat> I think a certain uh, one of the Chachmei Umasa'alam says when he was 18, he couldn't believe how foolish his parents were. And when he was 21, he couldn't believe how much they grew in three years. You know, it's like they really, uh, you know, they, they really came along. So we need a date. We need to feel, we need to feel it on our own. And we're going to consult with whichever people we consult with. And we really need aid support. But what do I do? How do I balance? How do I do this balancing act? Yeah, I'm really excited because I've got like three minutes left. <laughs> what is the Eitz? And this is really something that every serious Bentara hopefully is struggling with. It doesn't mean the same girlfriend you were not supposed to have until this point, because of all the above reasons, because of the Isser Histaklos and Nagia and Hirhurim and, 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 and etc., etc., that comes as a result of that. For the same, that doesn't all of a sudden become, if that's the biggest Chedesh we're saying tonight, I want to say, you're not supposed to start with a girlfriend now that you're supposed to now that you're dating, and even after you're engaged. It's not what's supposed to happen, because you're going to be nechshel and all these things. You're not supposed to. But how do I do it? I'm not supposed to be excited? I'm not supposed to really spend time and really get to know somebody? Am I not supposed to have a relationship with somebody? And if I am, then how in the world am I supposed to do it? She is a she, and I'm a he. Hashem wired us the way he wired us. So what am I supposed to do? Okay, That's the kasha. And I just want to, this is where, um, the point that we started off with, there's two things. First of all, to do things with Eitzah. To have for yourself some, a, somebody that you trust. Whether it's a Rebbe, whether it's some pe- people who've been around the block. The Messiah says, when you're in a maze, to speak to somebody who's been through it. Either, now if you just speak to a friend who once got engaged, that might help, but he's talking about his experience. When you speak to people who've, being involved with people who've gone through the process, who know, know you, that's very, very important, and know people like you, that could definitely be beneficial. They don't have Ruach HaKadosh, most of them. Like my Rebbe used to say, you know, those who know don't talk, and those who talk don't know. So the guy tells you he has Ruach HaKadosh, he's probably suspect. Um, but uh, uh, on the serious end, 
So number one is to try to use Hadrach. Okay, but I need to use my own Seichel also. I'm not just trying, I'm not just trusting. I need to use my Seichel. This is where the concept of Gedarim come into, into play. And some of us have had this conversation individually. The point of a gather is not so much the details of the gather as much as it is that there is a gather. A gather means a fence. Once you put a fence, you know what that means? That means that it's not just carte blanche. Once there is a gather, it means that there is an aspect of formality here. It's not just full access all the time. There are certain rules and regulations, self-imposed, that are limiting us. What do you mean limiting? shouldn't be any limits. Oh, it's their show. The Gadarim are designed, and there are some general Gadarim, but the point of Gadarim in dating and in subsequent to dating is the fact that there is a gather means, A, it'll be just practically a shmir, but psychologically, mentally, is that there is some formality. Just because we're dating doesn't mean that all the rules are down. The rules are still in place, and now we're going And that's why, for a person... Sometimes people go and they get the, they get the gadarim and then they do whatever they want. Okay, you know. It's no din to go get gadarim and violate them. The point of having gadarim is so that now there's a chance that our thing might be able to remain stable. Just two, three... We started, should we end it? What do we say? Take a vote. Should we spend three more minutes or should we start this the next time? I remember one of the other battles, we went over time and the guy said, okay, you, know, you just don't have to end. You're not, you're not a driver, you can't park. I'm not sure what he said. What do we do? We park? Yeah? Keep going. Park? Okay. What? You get? I want to give two examples. Two quick what? What do you think? Whoever wants to leave, can leave. No, but then the guys feel bad and then they resent the other guy. Okay. I want, I want to give two examples. Two, two practical examples, and with this we're done. And Bez Hashem, next time. With, with, okay. Just a question to the crowd. It's late at night, especially since we moved the Marut. How many of the Elam here would prefer to do this before night, say, or at 8 o'clock? Also, you know, the guaranteed ending time. Okay, Hoshia S. <laughs> okay, sorry guys. Okay. How many of you would prefer to do it after Myra? Do both. Okay, Hoshia. <laughs> okay, so I'll just give you a, an example. Something I was having a conversation with somebody last night. Okay? I'll, you know, I'll, I'll leave out the conversation. There's a thing called Isser Yichud. Anybody know? Isser of Yichud. Yichud is, Yichud is forbidden. That's a great gathering except that most people violate it. Yichud, it's an actual din. Um, what do you mean? We don't lock ourselves in a, in a private room. What do you think I am? Okay, true. But when you go to drop her off at night, and it's 12 o'clock at night, and you're in the, in, in the driveway, and nobody else is around, you know that that's called Yichud? And if you're there for five minutes or long, it, it, it's a violation of the Yisr of Yichud. If a person goes to a park, and the park says that they're closing at 6.30. And it's still light for another hour. This might happen on Sunday. It's still light for another hour, over an hour. Okay, but that was a great getter. They knew that they, you know, they had to be out of there by then. It would keep the day a little shorter also. 
and no, nobody came to throw them out. What would you say? Is that Yichud? It's called daylight. It's Yichud, right? Yichud is a problem. Not a problem, it's an essay. It's, it's a, let's say we're in a car. I'm just throwing you one more thing. We're in a car. Okay, you know what? I'm going to need more Yichud. End of that. Next time in Mitzvah Shem, I think we'll do it next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, 10 o'clock. If you're not here, listen to the report. Tuesday is Kilat Ben's wedding. Everybody is invited. <laughs>